Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice, and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, queens. I'm so excited today to bring you this amazing woman. We should have been recording our pre-conversation, but (laughs) we had a warm-up session. She is a gem. I'm going to introduce you to her. Her name is Joyu, and she is an artist, a writer, a speaker, a meditation teacher, a creative consultant, human design. I don't even know how you pronounce this. Janae, is that Janae Key's guide? Jean. Gene Keys. Keys. Yeah, speaking of being authentic, here we go. (laughs) And a self-realization mentor. She has a background of religious and spiritual comparison, childhood development and consulting and creative arts. And I'm going to let you share a little bit deeper. I love what else you wrote about your radiance corresponds to the capsic. Speaking of words, capsule <laughs> <laughs> to live a blissful life and have a deeply satisfying relationship and receive wealth. So now that I have chopped it up, I have totally cleared the table for you to flow. With me. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for holding space, Leona. Yes. And so yeah. just share, um, if you would just share about yourself, like your story and your journey, what brought you here? I am just so excited, seriously, to have you here. <laughs> Me too. Like I'm so excited pleasure. to be here. <laughs> yeah, this is my this is my jam of just being in conversation with women and yeah, sharing stories. That's how that's how women grow, right? Yeah. It's yeah, it's by listening and talking with each other. So when I think about how I started or where I started, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It was a lot of pain. It wasn't, the start wasn't pretty at all. It wasn't this kind of overnight, you know, inspiration that this is what I'm going to bring to the world. This is my purpose. This is what I'm going to do. It was a lot of pain. It was, I, I grew up in a really dysfunctional relationship, a dysfunctional family. And both my parents were really loving, of course, but in my lineage, women weren't taught to speak up women were taught to suppress their emotions so I really grew up in this world learning how to deny my own feelings right how to fit into the box how to fit into the education how to fit into what the world thinks I should be and you know there is a lot of beautiful traditions weaved into how I was brought up um, but it was all kind of muddied up by the other heavier suppression, suppressive codes that were in it. So it, it took a long time for me to kind of weave, like de-weave it, untangle it and pick it apart and look at, okay, you know, this is actually the gifts of the generations before me and I can actually use it to recreate and remember who am I here to be and what kind of things I'm here to offer the world. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was a lot of pain. It was looking at all of those dysfunctional relationships and dysfunctional patterns that repeated in my own life through my relationships, right? It was a lot of sleepless nights. It was, I remember at one point I got this like blood report and this is in my early 20s, right? And I believe no early 20-something-year-olds would be having this kind of a bodily dysfunction, but it is becoming more and more, like we see it more and more in the world now, especially with women, like fibroids, right? Like hormone imbalances. And I had high toxicity 
in multiple organs. And I just remember looking at that report and just telling myself, okay, we have to stop everything we're doing and really dive into this because this is not how I'm supposed to be living. Like, so it was that kind of like a smack on the head, I call it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, that really woke me up and uh, like pushed me, propelled me into diving into, you know, living from the body again, like just looking, feeling, connecting into my body and rediscovering who I am as a holistic, on a holistic level other than how I was imprinted in the mind. I feel like we're already getting so mystical and intangible yes. here. And this is this is fully my luteal face talking. It's like, I don't usually, you know, during my ovulation, it's all very linear. Like, like this is what it is. This is what I offer. This is what, yes. <laughs> um, like the step-by-step um, program, which is quite comforting during ovulation. Um, but yeah, as I close up, uh, like, as I get closer to my to my bleed, it's it just gets deeper and deeper into this space of just pure creational force. So hopefully that made sense oh <laughs> to some gosh. people. <laughs> it made complete sense to me. And the way that you worded it was so powerful because it just made me think of, well, first of all, we come from very similar backgrounds of like the woman's voices, like you, we're not to use our voice and just suppress our emotions. I love how you said recreating, you know, because I know for me, it was a lot also like going in and breaking the generational curses, but I never looked at it from the perspective. I mean, I did like now that I've healed more, it was like creating something different for my lineage, my bloodline. However, you looked at it from a very different perspective. And I think it brings so much beauty to the way that you looked at because healing can feel really intense sometimes. And it's like you brought the softness to that and you brought it with an inviting of like, oh, what can I, I see these patterns, I see this toxicity, or I see these relationship things happening, the dynamics, the communication, or even the habits. Cause I know sometimes I look at things and I was like, Ooh, like I was totally repeating some of that stuff. But when we ask ourselves, how can I recreate it into something how can not into something, but how can I recreate it that is according to the way that I'm designed instead of running off of the pattern, you know, of what was I was where I came from. So I love how you, yeah, it was it's beautiful the way that you you worded it. So in coming from a place of pain, isn't that often what gets us to that place in space of because we don't know what we don't know. And so when we hit that pain point, it's like, but the fact that you had so much wisdom to actually stop and be like, hold on. So when you realize that, what what made you go into like the somatic part of it and begin the journey of like, yeah, what what came into your life? Because obviously paths crossed of some sort that invited you into this. Mm, beautiful question. Um So I want to talk a little bit about my creative journey when I was brought up, right? So I was always trained because I I really grew up in this creative environment. My father was in the creative fields and uh, my mother was a homemaker, right? So I was constantly exposed to these creative dynamics between my parents and what I was imprinted with was this idea that the creation happens up here in the head. Mm. I I have an idea. I'm going to, you know, organize things around it, create a whole architecture and bring it to the world by doing. Yeah. And that continued throughout my teenage years, my college, um, my early creative arts career. And when the pandemic hit, that's when I was kind of catapulted into the spiritual path in considering creation. So I believe like many people, you know, we started to have these questions during the pandemic about, 
who I am, what am I here to do, what is happening with the world, how do I fit in, and all, all of these mm-hmm. inner contemplations. Um, so that's kind of when things started to change. That's when I started to, in that isolation, I started to feel this little urge of true expression coming up. And I mean, all of my work, if you want to boil it down to one word, right, something that's really concise would be creative expression, the expression of a woman, the expression of a being. And in that isolation, that was the first time when I really felt into myself and I felt like, okay, I can't really express what I want to express when I'm just staying up here in the mind. My expression, like the true expression has to be a whole body experience. And that is where, you know, like the, this whole deepening of connection with people. I think that 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 was one of the really beautiful opportunities during pandemic. It's people had to look at a connection from a completely different point of view because they didn't have that normal superficial connection available anymore. Um, So that's when I started going to the body and feeling, okay, what is the real raw expression I am desiring to bring into the world? And, you know, I encountered many spiritual gurus, many masters, many personal development coaches along the line, like so many people must have done during the pandemic. Um, and I I went into this spiritual fatigue. I went into this information fatigue, um, you know, because during that phase, I was still receiving everything from the mind. I would be hearing stuff and be like, okay, th- this totally makes sense, right? Like, oh, this new diet, this new strategy, this new way of living. And I, I must have driven everybody around me crazy because I was constantly you know every time we met I was talking about like this new um trend this new like um insight this new revelation (laughs) and it's so it's so funny now that I look back at it um but that's kind of another cue that like this fatigue of receiving so much information in the mind and not really living it right That was also why I annoyed other people because they could tell that I was not living it. Been there, done that, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so natural, right? We hear something and we love to share. Well, women love to talk in general. So it's just one of our natures to build connection. But um, yeah, so that fatigue really further deepened me into really asking the question of what is here to stay? And what is not like what is here to stay and what is here to just clarify what I need to shed um you know when we look at the whole body this is my fascination with somatic work it's especially women who are so connected with their nervous system their nervous system their whole body nervous system you know, influencing intimately every single aspect of their lives, 90% of it lives in the body. So it's, you know, we we are constantly, I I, I remember um, in my post on Instagram earlier today, I said 99% of the time, we're trained and conditioned by the world to live up in the brain. Yeah. And 90% of the information out there teaches us to train the brain to manipulate the brain to you know use up the 70 percent of the unused space in the brain that's exhausting right it's all about it's all about the brain right science science studies the brain but like so we, we also see this beautiful current that's kind of running i would say parallel to it but i resonate with this so much more which is this lens of looking at the whole system, including our gut, including our bones, including our blood, including all of these other 90% of our body and fully receiving this experience, this life, everything outside of us with this whole body instead of the mind. 
So towards the end of the pandemic, that's when I started to really live from this. And that further unpacked, as you said, you know, healing is so intense sometimes. Mm -hmm. And this healing is experienced by women differently because it brings up a lot of sensations, a lot of emotions. <laughs> and this ground can get very muddy really quickly when we stir up all of those things, right? And it can lead to not only fatigue, but also lack of clarity, lack of purpose, lack of identity, you know, questioning everything. And women who are so prone to connect everything with everything, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, my whole life is uprooted, <laughs> right? And I have no idea where to go after that. So yeah, this healing process, you know, it's not just about um, in the psychotherapy field, how people talk about identities, how people talk about you know, um, this psyche lived in the in the mind. Mm -hmm. It is so much bigger than that for women. Um, well, actually, not so much bigger. It's just so different also for women. Mm -hmm. Because we are living through it. Mm. Other than just associating different beliefs and associating different things with our identity, in the mind right that's that's yeah. how it gets very linear and organized mm -hmm. for for men but for women it's like i am I, i'm not just i can't just organize it it is <laughs> it is all yeah. lived through the body um yeah so that's a short spiel on <laughs> how i got into somatics and yeah it just keeps getting more and more interesting because it yeah the more yeah. you dive into the body, there's more that we didn't know about before. Isn't it? Don't you feel like it's like this like whole wor mystical world that just opens up? I know like, so for the somatic and like healing with your, connecting with your body is what changed my life so dramatically. Like I fell into the personal development world probably like mm, seven, eight years ago and then I like, I did it for a few years and I, I kept hitting a brick wall. I was like, why is, you know, like you said, like retrain your mind and use the 70% of your brain and like all this different stuff and rewire your subconscious. I mean, like, yeah, like your subconscious mind. And I felt so frustrated because I was like, I know like all this stuff up in my head, but I'm not feeling different. Like I, and then it was, you know, well, don't let your feelings control you and all that different stuff. And, it, <laughs> and it's like, I wanted to create something different with my life, but it was like my head and my body were like at a disconnect and my unbeknownst to me, my body was always winning. It was always making the choices for me, regardless of mm. what was going on in my head. Like, I was like, I know that I want to start a business. I know that I want to be a coach. I know that I want to do these things, but why do I feel like I can't step into it? Why do I feel like I just keep, I start and then I come back and then I start and then I come back. I want to create something different with my life. Like I know that I'm not really being the authentic person version of myself, but there was like this disconnect. So when I just like kind of fell into the somatic healing, cause I was, you know, obviously praying to go deeper. All of a sudden it was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is a whole new world. And I just have like endless wisdom to share with this world and not enough time because <laughs> you like you can go down all these bunny rabbit trails because it's so exciting it's so interesting like these different depths there's so many different parts of it and so I love how you shared and even you asked the question you know what do you get to shed and I think that's a really powerful question that we get to ask ourselves you know what parts of ourselves do we get to release and shed what is not serving us and how can we connect to those parts of ourselves and so mm. prior to when we were talking you were we got on the conversation about meditation and you were saying yeah. i would love for you to dig a little bit into um you were saying meditation is very different for men than it is for women and i would love if you could unpack that for a little bit 
for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So that actually ties in as we were talking, it's like, you get it. I, I, I'm feeling this connection, you know, that um, it's very, very potent, which is, um, so there is this cognition in the personal development field that is rarely talked about, which is for, and this is the reason that many women go to personal development field like over and over again, and they experience the same kind of, oh, I know I want to do this, but mm-hmm. I come back and I know I want to do this and I do it for a little bit and then come back and I, I can't seem to do it for the long haul, right? It's yeah. like, well, mm-hmm. do I actually seriously want to do this? They started doubt mm-hmm. their purpose, right? And their, yes. their worth. And then like, before you know it, it goes down a rabbit hole. Girl, were you in my journal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this is the process I recorded in my journal too. So I, I know it intimately. It's like, I've been through that over and over again. Yeah. Um, which is the, the way it works for men is that once they know, they they go from the brain, the mind downwards. So mm-hmm. once they know, they landed in actual actions. But for women, it's actually the other way around. This is my theory that I'm currently living through. It's for women, it's actually lived by feeling into the body and bringing it upwards into the knowing so it originates from a deeper knowing inside of the womb inside of our Mm -hmm. pelvic bowl right and it is from gaining clarity in that space first and bringing that clarity upwards into the mind it doesn't it doesn't work i mean it works <laughs> we can force it of course i've 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 done it before myself but yeah. you know it's it we constantly run into that um um breaking of momentum yeah because it's not it's not flowing naturally as the body intended to do yeah yeah and um for meditation it's the same way because I still remember when my father first introduced me to meditation and he's been doing it for several years back then it was over 10 years ago. And, you know, I was just so repulsed by the idea because the way he introduced it to me, it was so interesting. He sat me down and he was like, okay, I'm going to tell you a tool that is extremely helpful and all the successful people in the world are doing it and they are manifesting wealth. They're, manifesting this and that um so this is how you're going to do it he laid out the steps for me he said you're going to sit down and you're going to start to close your eyes and breathe and then you're going to count your breath (laughs) (laughs) and you know because that's how it worked for his brain yeah that's how it worked for him like with that structure with that steps Mm -hmm. with that very organized um point a to point b linear result Right. But yeah. for me, even as a young adult, you know, I I didn't know all the stuff I know now, but in, intuitively, I was already like, hold on a second. That sounds boring. <laughs> and right. That sounds not exciting for my, you know, for my female brain, for my female body at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also the approach I kind of took when I when the pandemic first started, when I first started looking into the spirituality aspect of things, um, I would sit for hours on end every day because, you know, I believed that that kind of discipline, that kind of um, devotion, right? I felt it was devotion at that time would bring me the clarity, the result that I need. And I'm not totally, you know, discrediting that way of meditating, but for a lot of women, they actually get the clarity they want. They get that feeling of juiciness, that feeling of creativeness, that feeling of, you know, being so alive and ripe and just fully in their female body by somatic meditation and creative expression. Mm. so my meditation it always first drops into the body and in that space of the body 
sometimes we have to ask scary questions. Does my body really want this? You know, can my body hold this? And, you know, um, is this truly what I'm here to birth? Because the answer from the mind is different from the answer in the womb. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be different, especially during the beginning of the journey. And the more we drop into it, the more, you know, it starts to flow up for us and we start to get, like, build this new pathway of, okay, I know, I know what my body needs. I know what my body wants. I know what it feels like to truly birth what I desire to birth. Um, yeah, and it, it does, as you talked about, it does bring us into quite of a mystical space. And in that mystical space, it's truly individualized discernment. It's different for every single woman. I have seen women who, you know, truly just get that sense of bliss from cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I see women, you know, who actually have to go outside and get into their bodies athletically. Like they have to do some kind of sweat and work their muscles to get into their bodies. So in that mystical space is where I can't really put too much of it into words because for every single woman is going to manifest completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty that they get for working with you one-on-one because that's, you know, everybody is different. And while we can share our teachings, but there's something so intimate with working one-on-one where you pull that out of them. You explain something. I was just, I have wondered when you conversate with men and you tell them something, sometimes they'll just like get it. And that's, you know, that's what it is. And then they move forward and they take action. And I've been like, I mean, I get like with men, it's not embodiment, but why can you tell them something? And if they're ready, they will, they will take it and run with it. But that is not how it works with, so you literally just answered a question because it's opposite. It is, you know, for us, it's in the body and then it works up into the mind. And while I could, could have probably eventually figured it out. It's just funny because it, it was literally a question that I've I've been observing some of that stuff, and it was like this is this is interesting. So I love that you brought that point up. Um, so you were saying about connecting with our womb, which is very interesting for me personally. I didn't grow up knowing that. I didn't even that. That's kind of that's a part I began to explore, but I don't even know a whole lot about it. But I know that's like the place that ho- holds like our creativity. That's actually where we give life, like basically mm-hmm. from what I'm understanding. So what, what would you say to the woman who is in the beginning of her journey? Like, wait, how do I connect with my world? Like where this is like a whole new world. Like how does she even begin to explore that and allow herself to go there? Cause like you said, and I'm going to share this in a really raw, real way, but you were saying sometimes we get to ask ourselves the difficult questions and mm-hmm. I am growing my coaching business currently, but I'm also like remodeling my coaching business. There's underground work that I saw that I needed to create structure around. And so I was asked by several different people, you know, why I'm just slowly building it instead of going bigger, like faster. And I was like, to be honest, because my body doesn't hold the place in space for more. Like, I know that now, like my past self would have been like, oh, I want like, you know, five more clients da, 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 in one month. And now I'm like, no, two, because that's, I know within inside of my body, that's the capacity that I have to hold for them. And that's not fair to myself or them to be like numbers about it, because this is these are women and they deserve to have a space that is created for them. And I was proud of myself because in the past, my pride and my ego would have ran the show and been like, Oh my gosh, get yourself together. But I was like, no, that (laughs) is where I'm at. And once I get to, um, you know, being able to hold more space than I will, but for right now, that's where I'm at. And sometimes those answers do kind of, uh, and then we get to like embody it deeper, but Coming back to like connecting with our womb, um, what would, yeah, what would you say to 
the woman that is desiring that. Mm. There were so many beautiful points you just brought up. <laughs> well, you can run with it however you however you feel led. It's amazing. You just you were just modeling this expression that I was talking about. Um, so, two things. The first, I would suggest women to really take a month. If we were to give it a time frame, ideally it would be a whole lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. But to start off, just give yourself a month and be with your cycle. However your cycle is, you know, during your life, because we we have women who have already passed the, the menstruation age, right? So like still take a month, be with your cycle, just tune into, and th this at first is going to be a conscious effort. It's, it's going to feel like a conscious effort, but it's actually the natural way. We're just restoring how it is supposed to be mm -hmm. um so we don't feel natural soon enough but take a month and you know for every single phase notice how you're shifting into the next stage notice the little minute changes in your hormones expressed through the things you desire to do right the question I ask myself every morning when I wake up is not what do I have to do today it's not, what are my responsibilities to fulfill today? It's always about, what do I need to do first to make myself feel good? Ooh. And I do that first before I get to any of my work, any of my emails, any of my content and coaching and course creation. All, all, all of that, right? Because we can have lists long of things yes. to do. <laughs> um, but it's always constantly coming back to that. Even between my work sessions, I would ask myself, okay, what do I need at this moment? Mm. That is so powerful. I just went there with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, like, what, what do, do I, I need? <laughs> yeah. So take a, right? Just take a pause and ask yourself, like, what do I need? Stop thinking about what does my business need? What yeah. what does my partner need? What does that's the natural female instinct of taking care of other people? Yeah, right. Of of giving. Yeah, yeah. Because we naturally give. Like women are automatic <laughs> givers, and that's something that is a lot of like undoing and mm -hmm. releasing. Because it's like, like you said, asking. Because I know I've been doing my morning routines where it's just like in silence and just sitting in like the awe of just the peace and in gratitude in my heart. And we do, it's kind of like, all right, well, I really should go do this and I should go do that. And it's like actually teaching ourselves the better that we take care of ourselves. Like that is the place we give from putting ourselves first. And it feels just so backwards as a woman. It's like you said, consciously. And in the beginning, it feels exhausting. Cause I know like the first time I began to pay attention to my cycle, I was like, wow, this is a little bit exhausting. <laughs> However, now it's gotten to the point where it's interesting. It's very like you notice all these little details and parts and pieces of yourself. It's so life-giving to learn how to work with how you're designed instead of against yourself. And so with you saying that in like, because I'm kind of going to jump a little bit because we were talking about the womb, but then in the meditation where there's so many there's so many different, I feel like dynamics and perspectives and all these insights that people have, but what are you, for you, what, what was most life-changing for you to really learn how to meditate the way a woman is designed to meditate? Like what was the trans, what, how did you discover really to meditate the way that a woman is designed to meditate because we're going to give our listeners a gift of walking through a meditation but I think when they mm -hmm. understand just the depth and the impact that it can create in their life and what it opens up for them they'll be even more ready to receive and go into it if that made mm. sense I felt like that was a long-winded question <laughs> <laughs> that's all right um let me rephrase it uh, to see if I received it correctly um so you were asking me about how how did I really re like 
how did I really get to receiving the way yes. of meditating like a woman? Yes, because yes. you had learned through your father and then obviously like mm-hmm. you came into, you realized intuitively that wasn't diff- like that wasn't the way, but you were seeking something more mm-hmm. aligned with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So the word that comes to that comes to me is letting go of how mm. I think it should be. That's more like a sentence, not really a word. <laughs> Very powerful one though. Yeah. Letting go, letting go of how I think it's supposed to be. Because I got to a point where, you know, I was I got to a point where I was really forcing myself through the motions because I believed the routine would get me somewhere Mm -hmm. instead of really devoting to myself and what I, what my body desired. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you just open a whole nother can of worms (laughs) to meditation because I was actually unpacking this the other week because I, for a long time, I struggled with discipline. It was like an ick to me. It was like, it felt harsh. It felt like, so, and I was like, I know that discipline is definitely necessary. I think it was because what first, when I went into the personal development world, I was like, discipline, 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 you know, like you said, the routine, there's gotta be some kind of result in the routine. So if I do like 15 minutes of this and have like, you know, 15 minutes of meditation, do 15 minutes of journal and then 15 minutes of affirmations. And then, you know, start my day and make sure that everything is like in a routine, then eventually I'll see the results. And then I kind of went through this phase where I was just like, discipline is just like an ick. Like I, I, my, everything in me wanted to resist it and I couldn't figure out why. And then, um, as I began to go deeper in my body and connect with myself deeper, I was like, Oh, like it's becoming devoted to yourself. Like Almost it's like, mm-hmm. it's like discipline is more like the word for the masculine and devote being devoted is for the feminine where you become devoted to yourself. And so for a woman that, cause that can be a big battlefield to learn how to be devoted to yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause we, especially like self-sacrificing self-neglect, what is a simple step that you would suggest to her? You actually did give one in the morning, but when she's like, How do I, what was your journey like for you to really tune in and and become devoted to you and what you needed? One very simple sentence, repeat it to ourselves over and over again, is stop thinking doing this will get you what you want. That was a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, it might, it's, it's going to feel very penetrative for some women because it's, it's this unconscious pattern that we, I actually don't know, some, some other femininity mentors might have so much more to say on this. This is just, I'm like, I can talk about it from what I know Absolutely. is, um, yeah, it's, it's, so I, I I don't know if we were patterned with it early on in childhood or if this is like, you know, mm-hmm. multi-generational stretch of a pattern that's imprinted in the female. Actually, that might be the case. I just got the confirmation in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's great. That's it. it. That's what it is. The <laughs> right? so female body is so alive. Like once you learn to communicate with it, it's like, oh, this is what it is. Yes. Oh, this is what I need in my life. Oh, this is who I am. Um, yeah, like we don't need some other outside mm-hmm. um, thing to tell us, person to tell us eventually it all comes back to the self-honoring and um yeah so it's this unconscious pattern that runs and dot like dictates a lot of women's behavior patterns is if i do this right in relationships if i do this Mm -hmm. he will he will love me if i do this he will return my calls if i do this he's gonna do something in return transactional Yes. Or like in business, it's, you know, mm-hmm. um, struggling to find the words here, but it's, <laughs> um, like if I, if I show up on social media five days a week, I'm going to get mm-hmm. X amount of clients coming to me. If I upload, you know, 10 
reels per month that's going to be bringing in like a thousand followers to my yeah. space right it's it's all of this um yeah like doing something in order to get what we want yeah. and what's most interesting is you know another question I always encourage women to ask is what is the emotion that's motivating you to want that thing mm. what is the emotion that's motivating you to want those followers to want a coaching business to want a partner that does this and that for you right what is the emotional fulfillment you're looking for that's a really good question because a lot of times that's a void that we're trying to fill with inside of ourselves yeah mm -hmm. And for a lot of women who, I mean, I know from personal experience, right? Mm -hmm. I I grew up not knowing how to handle my emotions. Oh. Because it was this emotional suppression pattern that I talked about in the beginning of our conversation, right? Like women were taught in my whole lineage to suppress their emotions because it was it was only reserved for the home space. You can't express yourself yeah. um genuinely. And so when women are face to face with their emotions, that's what the question does. It puts you face to face with your own emotions. And there is really this moment of almost panicky, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. Um, how do I emote? <laughs> yes. right? It's like, oh my gosh, how do I emote? Right. It's almost like deer caught in the, in the headlight. <laughs> like it's, it's a really challenging, um, situation for women to be in but it is incredibly informational informative to the female body to come face to face with their emotions to confront their own emotions mm -hmm. to ask themselves these questions and bring in the clarity right to not let those emotions muddy up the space but feel into what is underneath those emotions what is the clarity what is you know what you truly want and when we ask ourselves that question it's like the mind stops and it's like oh all right let me feel into that <laughs> right it's yeah 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 and that can feel scary in the beginning too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because, because we've, we've been on this. So I actually, um, I use the word addiction mm -hmm. because when we look at the whole body dynamic, everything is an addictive pattern mm -hmm. and it's, it's not negative, right? This addiction, but that's what makes it hard because we've been running these loops of, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to do, right? Like, <laughs> this is what I'm here to have. I need this partner who does this X, Y, yeah. and Z. And that's the only way I'm going to get happiness. We keep running those stories in our body. And it's like, we form this addictive cycles. Yeah. And that becomes our reality. So asking all of these questions, dropping into the body is really just a way for us to look into, you know, to create a little more spaciousness and feel into, okay, what? what else is here mm, right yeah like yes yeah. and when you actually I remember like when it was like oh it's not once I you know make 20k a month and I have no debt and I'm on VK like I can experience or have the man in my life or whatever it is that somebody wants I can actually create that in my life right now and experience that right now it's kind of like Oh shit. Oh yay. That's exactly oh, this is exhausting. Oh my gosh. Like there's like <laughs> <laughs> but it's so beautiful because once you realize that you don't have to wait, like it it all begins with inside of you. We get to create that from our own within within inside of ourselves. And I think that would be beautiful if you're open to it to for if you wanted to to have a meditation that you walk us through where it is taking them to that place and space of what do they want 
in their life because mm-hmm. we're ending 2023 anyways. So it's like opening a whole new world for them in this meditation. Oh, absolutely. I love to do that. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's just take a moment and and stop thinking for a second, right? Wherever you're at, if you're standing in your kitchen, lying on your couch, if you're driving, whichever space that is holding your body at this moment, let's just give ourselves the space to not try to figure it out. So as you breathe, just become curious of what is alive here in this moment? How is my breath flowing? How does my body feel? And for many of you, you might even take a moment to tune into how your body is feeling at this moment. There might be so much, so much on top of, so much on top of you, so much you're carrying. The responsibilities, the burdens, the thoughts, the emotions that are boxed in your body. All the things that you think is not yet done and all the things you still want to do. Recognize these just as a natural creative stream flowing through you instead of something that you have to make sense of. Allow everything to just simply be information. And as you breathe in, Bring these information down into your womb. If it helps, you can place your hands on your womb, on your pelvic bowl as well to help yourself build this connection if you're just starting out. And just let yourself feel your body for a moment. Feel the contact between your hands and your womb. And with your next breath, I invite you to soften your belly a little more. Every single breath. Allow your body to come back to the natural expansion and contraction it is designed for. You are relearning the natural way to breathe. You're relearning the sensations in your body. So give yourself grace as you're moving through this transition. Know that what is natural might feel unnatural at first. And that there is no right and wrong. We're simply practicing self-acceptance self-approval and self-honoring. So as you continue to breathe into your womb, just be curious, is there pain here? Is there heaviness? Is there numbness? Acknowledge all sensations and letting them be.
like a river. We are slowly bringing more water into your being. You might have been parched before now. So allow the water to trickle in. Slowly like a mist. That brings in all the nourishment and shows you crystal clear where your current flows, where you are flowing to. Let's continue to breathe and feel into this question. What do I truly desire? What do I truly desire? And don't let the question, don't let the question bring answers into your head, into your mind. First, just let the question flow through into your womb and let yourself be in this space that is without words. In the space that is a little bit mystical, a little bit infinite. The space that is before creation. And just letting yourself be with this question. Every time you feel yourself wanting to go to the mind, wanting to come up with an answer, breathe into it and allow your breath to bring you back downwards again. And simply feel into the pure desire inside of your womb. All of your highs and lows can be turned into this desire. All of your highs and lows are manifested through this desire. Really, this journey is also about learning to hold, to self-hold, and to let life hold you, to let the bigger force out there hold you through your desires. Instead of outpouring it all over the place, seeking outwards endlessly or denying yourself and cutting yourself off from this creative energy. Slowly continue to breathe and as you open up your eyes slowly and come back to the space, let yourself also stay, stay in the space of the intangible, the wordless. Mm. That was so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. I know I'm also feeling very like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're just going to, after we get off our episode, we're just both going to just go in the mystical space of being, you know, just, ah, oh, just being actually. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Majority of my luteal time and my bleed is <laughs> spent in this yeah, in the space of just ah oh, floating. Yeah. 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 And it's really honoring ourselves in that time. That's something that I'm really learning. But you had said something when you said um to just allowing yourself to be in the space, not to have the mindful that <laughs> give you the and I was like Oh, she caught me. <laughs> it was like, that's true because like, it's actually a trust and surrender on our part to just let it be mm-hmm. and not try to make up, like have the mind. It, it brings up like a feeling of discomfort of like, mm. Ooh, I just get to sit with this. I don't have to like, quote unquote, have an answer and just allow myself to explore it. Like that was, mm-hmm. yeah. Just being with it, yeah. Acknowledging it, feel it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I feel like you just gave all my listeners a Christmas present. So I totally appreciate <laughs> you for Merry that. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a beautiful blessing, and they can like go come back and like re-listen to it too. Even just this part, if they want to, they literally got a free meditation. So. I just truly want to say thank you for giving such a beautiful gift. And I could honestly talk with you forever. And I'm like, I think we might do a part two um, if Ooh. you're open to it. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, and But I want to honor your time as well. And so, but I do want you, um, Desire, to have you share, like, where do they find you? Um, because I'm sure after listening to this, they're going to be like, where is she? Where do we? And of course I'll attach all your links to the show notes too, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So uh, my main platform is on Instagram. It's uh, my handle is somatic underlying creation. And in that space, I share a lot of these um, almost like preparing kind of exercises for women asking the questions, you know, um, everything that we touched on today. Sometimes I go into more depth. Sometimes I just simply drop a question in there and leave it as that. So that's where I, um, where they can access free training, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the link is also linked in my Instagram. It's my my Instagram is basically my portal to everything else. Okay. Yeah. So which I, we can put the link in the show notes too. But I yeah I would say like I highly like her Instagram, go visit it because they can literally like go on your Instagram and scroll and stalk you and absorb so much information. <laughs> there is a lot of information on there. I, yeah. So you definitely. do amazing. Yeah. I just love it. And even just like your branding and everything, it's just as calming to the nervous system actually to see that, which you probably intentionally ah. did that. I don't know if you did, but it's like, Interesting. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's, you know, it's satisfying to the soul to see it, to read it. And just all of it feels ooey gooey and good, just like today's mm. episode. So Ooh. I truly appreciate you and everything that you have gifted us. And so if you have one message that you could give to women before we end this, what would it be? Mm. I would say, well, first, thank you so much, Leona, for such a beautiful space and for orchestrating and architecting this whole podcast. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, even when I just saw the saw the title and Unchained and Untamed, I was like, oh, interesting you know I felt I felt little resonance in my body um so thank you so much for inviting me to be on this space and I guess if I do have one thing left to say to the women who are listening to this podcast it would be the only thing you need the only thing that you need is your genuine and raw expression Mm. That's the only thing they need. They don't need to do anything else for, you know, to attract, quote unquote, a relationship, uh, the love of their life, you know, more money, more clients, all of that. The only Mm. thing they need to truly flourish in this world as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a genuine expression. That's beautiful. I love that. That brought tears to my heart. Like, that's mm. so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.